Time to play with pain. Hosted by Emmy-winning comedian and writer Jeff Cesario. Interviewing guests from comedy, entertainment, and sports. Plus, legendary sportscaster Chet Waterhouse. Don't worry, this shouldn't take longer than your average trip to Costco. And now, here's your host, Jeff Cesario. Oh, got a good one today on Play With Pain. Today, college football with the guys who pushed Kanye West over the edge. The Sklar brothers, folks. You know, Look at them. They're he, so he, ready. He, listen, he waited till after Sukkot to drop it all. And uh, Look, I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of him. If he says one more anti-Semitic thing, I'm not going to let him perform at my son's bar mitzvah. I one not, more. Yes. I push him I over the edge. I more. dare you to push him over the edge on that You got to draw a line with this you guy somewhere. I mean, you draw the line. I, do I have to burn my Yeezys now? I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk uh, all college football. We'll start with right. Michigan in just a second. Uh, yep. The first thing is, I actually have a sponsor. You guys and your audience is going to love this stumbled into it magic mind it's like a energy drink but not Love caffeine it. no Love caffeine it. had it loved it you, used it, it. Loved killer, it. isn't it yeah amazing it's great. focus beautiful natural it's got uh it's organic like i say no i was just looking for a shot i didn't want to do the testosterone stuff because you know pretty soon you got an ear coming out of your nose i don't yeah. like that <laughs> we don't want it i don't want that no, who needs that? Well, maybe some people need that, but I don't need that. I don't need it. So, so this stuff was clean. I tried it, and I got a nice. Uh, I got a nice focus. You hit the word focus. Uh, focus. It helped me focus in. Yeah, and um, um, I'm I'm digging this stuff. So here's the deal. Uh, and I'm I'm hoping my listeners and your fans will like yeah. it. You yeah. go to magicmind.co, co, magicmind.co. And use the promo code PWP20. That's play with pain 20. PWP20. And you're going to get a giant chunk of change off your order. That's magic mind. It's a really, it's really clean, good stuff for you. And it really pops you up a notch. All right. Uh, we're going to, we're going to dive into some college football. But first, Chet, uh, do, do you have an update, Chet? Do I have an update? Does Kanye West avoid Nate and Al's? Time of the Waterhouse update. Sponsored by Namaste to go. Meditate fast at Namaste to go. NFL. Packers looking worse than Aaron Rodgers' dune buggy mechanic haircut. Seattle like the person giving out free samples of pumpkin spice flavored protein bars at Whole Foods. They just keep coming at you. Giants six and one for the first time since way back when Don. Donald Trump was so broke he got into showbiz. And finally, Kansas City pounds the 49ers like a Jamaican welder making a new steel drum. That wrap-up sponsored by Brochure. Brochures by guys for guys. College football. Ohio State spits out Iowa quicker than Dusty Baker with a bad sunflower seed. Both Duke and Oregon make Miami's Mario Cristobal yearn. 
for Oregon. LSU makes Ole Miss feel so old they broke their hip. That wrap-up sponsored by the Red Herring, a great place for seafood. Or is it? America's pastime. No, not pretending you know the difference between a regular oven and a convection oven baseball. Oh, Bryce Harper's homer sends the Phillies to the World Series and San Diego to the Wild Animal Park. Yankees get swept more thoroughly than the floor of a Lutheran church. And finally, this sports history. The year 1903, the place Montgomery, Alabama. Alabama beats Auburn 18-6 to win the eighth annual Iron Bowl. Nick Saban still angry at sloppy special teams play. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Update sponsored by Lame That Tune. Great rock songs rearranged just for your mall. Now back to Jeff and the Wiley Entertaining Scar Brothers for their college football lightning round. Go, guys! Let's do it. Uh, I love it. Thank, oh, you. thank you, Chad. I mean, I once uh, read, I read a leaflet about brochures. <laughs> I think it was just a small leaflet, but it was good. It was really yeah. it was for me by me. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to jump right into a full size brochure. Sure. No, you, you want to start a, with a card a that's leaflet, tucked leaflet. into the driver's side door Most window. Card. Brochure. Yeah. And then go from there to a leaflet and from there to a brochure. From a business card to a postcard to a leaflet to a brochure. We got it. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about your Michigan Wolverines. At least someone in the Big Ten is playing Wisconsin-style football, yep. and it's Michigan. Running, defense, <laughs> smack in the mouth, and yep. and that's a serious smack. You guys look great. You got a quarterback that hasn't quite yet proven he could win a game by himself if he needed right. to, but everything else is in place and he's clearly an efficient an efficient QB. You guys so gotta be on cloud nine. We, yeah, are. we are and and what JJ I'm glad he hasn't had to do it yet. You know, he's only a sophomore. Yeah. It's like a real true sophomore. He didn't even redshirt his freshman year. So they're bringing him along at the right pace. Thank God you got running backs like Blake Corum who's in the Heisman you know, Heisman talk. He's not at the top, but he's certainly in the batch. He may go to New York. You know, he's not going to win, but you know, he, he does have an opportunity and you never know how he does at the end. And the end, right. if he has a monster game at Ohio state and causes right. you to win the game, then suddenly he's really in the conversation. Donovan Edwards behind him is great too. You've, you kind of have a lot of things going for you to ease this kid in because I believe next year and the next year, he will be able to win some games for you. He will get that touch. And so to me, it's exciting. I know that, look, we have a very, very big rivalry game. Throw out the records. It doesn't matter. You're playing Michigan State, but we are playing them in Ann Arbor. And we'll see what happens this week. If they can dispense Michigan State, the, the game that I'm the most worried about, believe it or not, you said, who's playing Wisconsin-style football? Illinois is playing Wisconsin-style yeah. football. Great running back. Great defense. You know, it's <laughs> Bielema. It's Bielema yeah. ball. And so the idea is that, you know, can, can Michigan survive that game without too many injuries? Can they get through that game and get ready to go down? It'll be Columbus? a nice tuss, nice test and tussle right before you have to, to face the OSU running backs. I think different. you had your scare with Maryland, uh, which was a hell of a game. They Scareland. gave you a shot, man. Maryland, Maryland, yeah. man. They're good. Yeah. And, uh, but I love the all blue uniforms. Me I too. love yes. the all they blue uniforms. Make- a great one. They have now like won better three big than the, uh, yellow pants. Yes. You know what's happening and what happened against Penn State? Penn State was a weird game. You know, you outgained them 18 first downs to one in the first half, and you're only yeah. up by a few points because right. of a fluke interception and one bad play. Yeah. 
And I think in years past, those Michigan teams would have folded in that, in the face of that, but they can, they're a team that can overcome the weirdness. If you have that type of team that can overcome the weirdness, then so that's in the past what has hurt them against an Ohio state. Like they will be, you know, it'll be a close game in the third quarter. And then all of a sudden two plays, like they'll jump off side when they got them on fourth down and they'll give them right. the first down. Then the very next play, they throw a bomb and it's a touchdown. Then you're down by 16 instead of down by eight. And like little things like that used to be the kinds of things that would undo Michigan. Well, now they feel like they have a team that, okay, they can get punched in the mouth. Weird thing can happen. They can make a mistake, but now, yeah. They're going to come back, and they also provide a matchup nightmare for most teams, especially teams that are like spread them out and gun it down the field because yeah. Michigan will like keep you on the field and keep your defense on the field and keep pushing you around as hard as they can for like 19 plays. Even if they only get a field goal, well, you're not scoring touchdowns because you don't have your team on the field. Plus, you have the speed defensively right. to completely neuter any sort of spread, uh, anything like that. Yeah. Other teams do not expect that. They do a quick fake, toss out of the pony, shot, boom, over here, and suddenly your defensive end is out there making a tackle. Amazing. And you go, all right, game over. Uh, I also think the key was surviving the tunnel incident <laughs> against Penn State. A lot of shouting. And then, if I'm not mistaken, someone was hit in the head with, with a, peanut butter, a peanut butter sandwich. I mean, it harkens back to the days of maybe one of the greatest tunnel incidents between two teams was i want to say world cup 1988 the channel incident where in the tunnel <laughs> underneath it you had the french wow. and the and the english team fighting uh, each other and someone sure. threw a someone threw a crumpet at someone's face and you know was, no that's no good that'll that, that, uh, no and the french can't take that but no, the, the 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 uh silver lining to that was they were uh, so gnarly with each other that they that they literally chewed through the remaining 12 feet of earth <laughs> Yeah, and that completed the chunk. Hey guys, uh, that portion sponsored by the Fender Catacaster, the guitar that licks itself clean. Go on to the Big Ten's best chance at a national title. That's right. I do believe that this is the year. Bama's down. Georgia's tough, but their focus seems to wander a little yeah, during games. Yeah. UCLA and Oregon just proved the Pac-12 is Ouch. just the Pac-12. They're mm-hmm. just going to do what they do, 57-49. They're going to have games like that, which will, when they yeah. come up against a real defense, will will melt down. Yeah. Uh, Clemson is kind of, for me, Clemson the new Notre Dame. Yeah, they almost lost you know? Syracuse. I, <laughs> I knew they were going to win that game, but they almost lost. And then I, is it they should have lost. TCU almost lost to uh, K-State in the Big 12 in that game. I mean. Yeah, right. So I think. College football is kind of sifting and winnowing out to the perimeter. Yep. And there's a wide open lane. Sure. And let's be honest, as tough as Illinois is playing, it's going to be Michigan or Ohio State. I That's like right. Illinois. I think they'll probably wind up in the Rose Bowl because there's a great chance that both Michigan and Ohio State could go to the national be, championship. But great. this is the is this whether it's Michigan or Ohio State, this is, is this the year to finally grab the trophy? Yeah. Yes. Because I think you have teams and styles and talent you know that georgia defense last year was one of the best i mean they put 11 <laughs> well they put six guys in the first yeah. round or two ridiculous. i mean they're unbelievable and they have great talent on the team we're not even year. talking about tennessee though tennessee's pretty amazing too this year but that's I, true they but might I, beat each other up yeah but i think they're going to beat each other up so 
I just don't see on Alabama, they used to have like two incredible defensive linemen and one insane linebacker and two people in the secondary. And then they would have one or two like lights out receivers that you couldn't stop. And they would have a running back that you couldn't stop. That's been their MO for the last several years. And that's how they've gotten in the national championship game. I think now they're just a really, really solid, great team that wins a lot of games, but they're beatable for the first time. Yeah, they're the new Georgia. Yeah, they've switched yeah. souls almost. Yeah. Yeah. And how close uh, is I imagine you guys may have s- sat closer together at maybe two other points in your lives because you are really on top of each this other. This is we close really as are. it gets. We this just want to be much. able to speak <laughs> intelligently and, and, and intelligibly. So intelligibly. Hey, that was that uh, that little uh, word tongue twister sponsored by the Fender Telecastrator. The guitar where both sides of the guitar can tear it up. Go on, Jeff. Okay, uh, thanks, Jeff. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's focus on the business of college football right sure. now because because uh, I'll start here. Nick Saban mm. loses one game. People are, are ready to, 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 to meta-vac him to Del Webb Sun City. They want him out. <laughs> Five coaches have already lost their job, including my Badgers, Although I think Jimmy Leonard's the right guy for that job. I agree. I do too. It's It's a new era and guys who even, I mean, Chris was 56. Yeah. You know, guys who even just sort of have an old school approach to the game, they cannot keep up on the administrative side of things, social media, NIL, Mm -hmm. craziness that comes inherent to a 39 year old like Jim Leonard. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's unfortunate, but I think that's the nature of the beast right now. I think you're going to see, yeah, you're going to see new coaches, new young coaches taking over. The problem is if you're good and you're young in college, they'll take, you'll go to the NFL. You will go yeah. like Lincoln Riley. It's just a matter of time before he goes to the NFL. I give it like three or four years and he's gone. And yeah, yeah but like the other side of it is young guys are great at, recruiting look at the guy freeman at, at notre dame he's an unbelievable recruiter yeah. but he can't coach himself out of a, a out of a paper bag he's having a rough rough yeah. year they lost to stanford that was the only win stanford had and so you know you right, right. Himself, i hope you know I, I i wonder if those recruits are going to stay do you want to play for a loser and then you look at a guy like jim harbaugh who flirted with the NFL, almost flew to Minnesota, like blew any and all recruiting momentum that you had, which this year's recruiting class for Michigan is going to be terrible. He, he basically yeah. blew all of it. And yet he's a fantastic coach and he knows how to get other coaches that can coach underneath him. And then and he's put together a system that now has players <laughs> in their own lane and a system and identity for the team. Can you build an identity for your team? That is what college football is about. What is the team's yeah. identity? You look at a Penn State and you're like, Man, James Franklin recruits better than anyone. But can you tell me Penn State's identity? What's their identity? There yeah. is no identity. There's not. And and that is the uh, that actually runs into another topic. I'm going to run right down to that. The biggest pretender. Yeah. In uh, in major college football, and I'm going with Penn State. I'll give you guys a second to think about this. But for me, um, <clears throat> you know, I think the media pushes Penn State. Because of all people, they're the ones clinging to the past now. Branding from 35 years ago. They, oh. you know, I mean, kids don't care. Uh, Penn State's been the Big Ten 30 years. They've been to two Rose Bowls. Iowa's been to two Rose Bowls. Northwestern 
has been to two Rose Bowls in that same time frame. Wisconsin's been to six in that time frame. I, I think I think there's a lot of competition because I think Miami's a consistent pretender lately. I think Texas, really five and three again, again. But I think Penn State is at the top of this because. I knew instantly last year when they came up to Madison and beat Wisconsin 16 to 10 and Wisconsin ran out of feet to shoot themselves in. Right. And they launched to like number eight in the country. And I went, oh, they'll finish out of the top. They'll finish out of the top 25. They're not good. I know my Wisconsin football. That's and right. on the Badger barometer, I went, oh, they're not a good football team. Pencil. So my biggest pretender is Clemson. I watched the game <laughs> this week, and I thought a better Syracuse team. And Syracuse is fine, but a better team. If if Clemson had yeah. to go through the gauntlet of the Big Ten, the SEC, certainly, or the right. even the Pac-12, if, yeah, if Clemson had to play Oregon, UCLA, USC, Utah, I'm telling you, I don't think they win all those games. Maybe they get two of them. They probably lose two, maybe even three. So right. I'm like, because you think of the ACC and it's just not good. North Carolina is not good. NC State is okay. Syracuse yeah. is not that great. And Louisville's they, bad. Louisville's bad. They, and they had a tough time with all of them. So I'm like, yeah. Clemson yeah, is the really pretender. Did. They're eight no, but they're the <laughs> pretender for me. I don't I'm, I'm going to give my answer and then let Randy finish up for me on this pod, which I love more than anything. I think my pretender has got to be Oklahoma State. And I know that sounds like a weird choice. But I've watched Oklahoma State play this year. They've won a lot of games, forty-nine to fifty-two to forty-nine. And when right. you can't, when you cannot play defense, when you cannot like stop a team, then you're putting a lot of pressure on your offense to make plays. Which in a lot of games they can, but in those one or two times where they overthrow a pass, the guy doesn't get, the guy fumbles the ball, anything can happen. Yeah, defense. Defense is more reliable. If you can stop teams and if you can maybe stop them and hold them to field goals instead of touchdowns, you have a way better chance, in my opinion, of winning on the national stage as opposed to Oklahoma State, who only seems to win in the Big 12. Or what's Yeah, the, the issue with a team like Oklahoma State is they finally come up against a team as you get into the final rounds of the year or yeah. into the playoffs or the Bulls. They come up against a team that has 6-2-220 at safety. Mm-hmm. at corner because mm-hmm. those guys didn't want to be the fifth wide receiver that's at right. Georgia. That's they said, right. the hell with it. I'll I'm switch gonna, sides of the ball. That's right. I want to play and now. Now, now you got money players all over the field, and that's where a team like Oklahoma State just hits a wall. They, they can't. They can't. Hey, guys, that one's sponsored by the Fender Wah-Wah-Wah pedal, the <laughs> effects pedal for whiny bands. That's there the Fender Wah-Wah-Wah pedal. Oh, we're going solo. Going solo. I don't need Jason. I don't need no. Jason. Randy's taking it on his own. Uh, Glar is born. <laughs> insane quarterback play in college. Yeah. yeah is now the new run and shoot. Ten years ago, in order to compete, you had to scheme your way to competitiveness against the upper echelon. Now everybody knows everybody else's scheme and can defend it or can penetrate a defensive scheme now. Coaching has has climbed quickly. You know why? Because I think people are just looking for – new great quarterbacks and they're out there sure so what i think it is is that it used to be you had to get a film canister and a film projector in a room that was dark 
to shut. Yeah. Now you can see there are guys cut. Literally, you, you need a good editor. You need like the guy who edited Arrested Development because he can do <laughs> quick cuts fast. <laughs> he puts it together and edits it or she puts it together and edits together the play that just happened and you're showing it to someone on an iPad. So right. the film study is also a link that can be sent to a kid in his dorm room you know something that ohio state players have never seen because they've never seen the campus right they no, the no well, they're down at the tattoo parlor getting I, I think they're at the factory that is the football factory that doesn't <laughs> even, even know where campus is but for other kids right. that are in a dorm room or in their off-campus housing you get that link emailed to you and then you can watch it over and over again and so the the players that want to study over and over again, you can learn defensive and offensive what the scheme is and understand things and understand tendencies. You're right. You know, again, Michigan, I can only speak about it because we know them so well. They haven't had a great quarterback. They've had some good quarterbacks, but they haven't right. had that sort of transcendent quarterback. You you look, why is Tennessee so good? They have a lot of good players, but Hendon Hooker, I mean out of his mind. He's the most celebrated hooker since Julia Roberts. Let's Boom. be honest. Come on, on, everybody. How is that not on Twitter right now? Let's be honest. All right. I'm clipping that out. That's going on Twitter. Clip it. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) but the point is that it's, you know, he's he's making them great. He's taking them from being a really good team that has one or two losses and making them undefeated, winning those games, making the plays you need to make. He's dropped some teardrops in that have been beautiful. Bo Nix. On, uh, I was watching him on on Oregon. He dropped some some bombs in that were just perfect throws. Yeah. And so when you do have like a, and and again you look at the Michigan's running game was great. Why was it great? Because you got a quarterback that is yeah. a threat to run. So you don't have to run the kid fifteen plays a game. You just right. have to run him five plays. So five to seven tops. Yeah. You, and that you just, linebacker to yeah. hesitate and suddenly he's not coming over. And if you have a running back that can make a guy miss, it's him in the safety. And that's between you and the house. Yeah. And so it to me, I think like just the threat of the run places are and teams are learning to use what a quarterback has in his toolbox to their advantage, just the possibility by flashing. Yeah. And they know exactly how many times you use it. You said it five to seven times. You don't want this kid running 15 times because he could get hit and then you lose him. But five to seven times, run yeah. him out of bounds. There's a chance uh, you can break you it. Can make a, you can make a defense as insecure as Ellen DeGeneres' assistant. Hey, everyone. Hey, uh, that's sponsored by the Fender Stratoplaster, the guitar for the rock and roll drywaller in your life. Let's move on. (laughs) All right. Uh, Non college football, but I got to get your takes. Uh, World Cup Mm. is happening at Christmas this year. And you guys may already know I was filled in. My guest a couple of weeks ago, the great Steve Gorman, former drummer of the Black Crows, huge Michigan fan, and huge. Uh, soccer fan. Yeah. He, and he told me it's because FIFA, which is more corrupt than any administration. I like, that, you call it, I like that you're calling FIFA FIFA. FIFA. Oh, yeah. I'm not. FIFA. <laughs> you're not going to do a FIFA. It's FIFA. No, it's, it's FIFA. The, uh, the, the FIFA and drum corps is playing for the FIFA. <laughs> you call him Dugan Fief, right? Dugan Fief. Right. Exactly. Okay. All right. Have it your way. FIFA. FIFA, FIFA. I mean, uh, if, if someone's going to get mad at you and shoot you in the face with a riffle, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, man. Look out. I got my other sound drop. See, these are easy today. I don't have to search through the whole 30, 35 minutes of footage. I know exactly. We give you the, sound yeah, bite sized sounds. The Twitter clips are. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. FIFA 
mm-hmm. towards the World Cup to Qatar or Qatar. Qatar. Which is 130 degrees yeah. in the summer and had no infrastructure. None. For, for soccer, let alone yeah. five or six stadiums for World Cup soccer. They built it all because they're insanely wealthy with sure. oil money. Sure. But they couldn't do it in the summer because it's 130 degrees. So they move it to Christmas time. Yeah. So now we have the World Cup at Christmas time. Is this going to work? Uh, absolutely, it's going to work. People don't care. Like, there is nobody saying, I like the World Cup when it's so hot that I need to be at a bar sweating with other people. No, they're going to be extended. People will be so happy that there is World Cup to watch during the holidays. Another excuse to not spend time with your family? Are you kidding me? This is like... Sure, that's true. That, I didn't think of that. Giving. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't hang out with Uncle Eddie. I've got to go yeah. watch Portugal play Senegal. Yeah, the Dutch... The uh, Dutch. playing I gotta, Nigeria. Yeah. I'm in. I, I, there's a Van Bergen on the field. There's a Van Van Vu, Van, Van Verhoeven. I mean, look, Van Verhoeven over to Van Beckham, over to Van Nuys. Look out! Shot at a goal. <laughs> yeah. So I I think that people don't care. People are just ecstatic that it will be on. I mean, I'm someone who, you know, you I, you do get into like. There's a moment. The, the World Cup to me is like the sounds of the World Cup, specifically when the Vuvuzelas came in. Oh, yeah. It was just this constant buzz or a hum. Yeah. To me, it felt like the, the feeling you get when you watch the national championship for NCAA basketball. Just the yeah. sounds in there are different. I'm like, I don't it's know if they're miking this thing differently or what, but like the camera angles and the sounds are just different. It's just a different game. I watch a lot of English Premier League soccer. I've seen Spanish soccer. It's different from the World Cup and just the sounds of the fan bases and the low hum buzz of a Vuvuzela. You know, the Israeli team are going to come and they're going to all bring oh, show. Yeah. They're all going to bring chauffeurs. They're all going to blow the show. Oh, oh, that yeah, that that's see that had now that has religious connotations. Sure, I mean it calls people to the great temple, so to speak. Sure, uh, the, great, the great. The great temples of uh, uh, Qatar's soccer stadiums. Israel is not in the World Cup. Let's just be, <laughs> get that out. Now, uh, yeah, am I nuts? Or um, when we were kids, did they not have the Vuvuzela, but they just called them like long blue plastic trumpet horn thingies? I think and you would go them, to like the Packers giant, games. Right. Giant kazoos, maybe. Giant kazoos. I we never had them in St. Louis because the fan base just St. Louis Cardinals didn't care. just didn't care. I mean, it's like how much are we going to lose to the Cowboys and the Redskins and the Giants? Right. I mean, we have to face every single one of those teams. Lawrence Taylor, yeah, great. Uh, Ron Jim J- Hart, seven touchdown passes today. Cardinals lose sixty three forty nine. Harold Carmichael just scored four touchdowns. Wilbert Montgomery just got it. John Riggins, Joe Theismann broke his leg, but he still threw for 300. Oh, my God. Uh, Hey, guys, that one's sponsored by the Fender Whammy Bar, the rock and roll protein bar. That's the Fender Whammy Bar. You know what uh, you wash that down with? What? A a little magic mind. (laughs) That's right, a little magic mind. Bam, a little magic mind. Now you've got your protein in you. And your head is focused and clear. <laughs> I love this stuff. I'm telling you, I love the magic. Yeah, yeah, I All right. Uh, uh, now, uh, let, let's get off one quick final thing, because I know uh, 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 Jason already ran. 
Jason was was say, up. You guys have to run. These weren't even his kids. He's just picking them up. Kids. Wow, he's just picking them up. He's, he's, yeah. He said, tell Jeff I'm just randomly picking up. I'm randomly up picking up children right now. <laughs> I'm going to Temple. Someone will be there that I have to give <laughs> a ride to. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last thing. Um, in these crazy times, what is the rudest thing someone's ever said to you from a crowd? From a oh, at a at a stand up show. Yeah, I'll 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 start so you can mull and ponder a little bit. Well, listen, in I Atlanta mean, in in the mid nineties in Atlanta, uh, some and at the Atlanta punchline. Oh God, I remember that place. Which burned someone it. called me a dago. It wasn't in a loving way. (laughs) No. (laughs) Although fortunately I was doing well. I had the crowd on my side, and even they kind of they did what you just did. They could not believe it. They laughed. And so one time we were in uh for in in I want to say Fort Myers. Where were we? In um West Palm Beach at, at the improv, and just a woman. She, you know, we weren't for her. She said, you guys, you suck. And we're like, we didn't want to say anything. And we said, finally, she said it again. We're like, okay, why, why, why do we suck? And she's like, I don't know. You just do. And we're like, no new information. And yet she whooped us in that thing. She beat us. In the thing. So we started to treat her like she was a dog who had crapped on the carpet and didn't realize that she had done it wrong. We're like, you're so, you're a bad dog. And we just, over and over, called her a bad dog over and over again. Wow. Crowd loved it. And we said, security, get her the hell out of here. Security comes, picks her up, gets her up. Before she's at the door, Jay says, hold on a second. Wait a minute. We've got T-shirts and CDs in the lobby. If you <laughs> on so, your way out. <laughs> on your way out if you want to. It's great support for the comedians. You know, it was wonderful. That's really funny. Hey guys, sponsored by well, one of my favorite sponsors, JC Penny, dressing <laughs> homicide detectives for over 60 years. Uh my guests today, the Sklar brothers, were down to one, but that's how dedicated they are. Of course. They uh kept it. their kids waiting at school yep. uh, patiently so that they could do this uh, uh this podcast right here. Follow them on Twitter at Sklar Brothers. And guys, I uh, fill us in, uh, Randy, okay. on all the podcasts. And I know you got yeah. an UFC thing going. Right, yeah. let out right now. So uh, the podcast we do, Dumb People Town, which is with our buddy Dan Van Kirk, which is us like the dumbest stories of the week uh, that that happened. It's just dumb people doing dumb things and us riffing with a guest. That's we do that one. Then we do View from the Cheap Seats, which is our weekly sports podcast. This is what happened in the week of sports. We make it funny. Jeff's been on there. Chet's been on there. It's been a great. Yeah. If you those, those are great. You always do the end of the year thing. Fantastic. A lot of fun. And we have this new show on UFC Fight Pass, which is their streaming service called The Nosebleeds, which is basically a reboot of Cheap Seats, our old show on right. a classic. And we take old weird footage from the UFC archives. Oh, that's Fight great. Pass is their sort of library. Of the, it's the largest combat sports library ever. They have everything. The very wow. first UFC, which was hosted by Jim Brown. We said, Jim Brown. <laughs> What was OJ not available? And then we're like, oh, it was the mid nineties. OJ was booked. Excuse me. In the process of being booked. Um, so they were just, you know, Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends was one of was the ringside commentator. He was the ringside reporter. 
it's insane to that see where it's, crazy. where it's grown and how it's grown to this date. And so it's a really fun show called The Nosebleeds. The first episode is for free. You can, if you go to our Instagram at Scalar Brothers in the bio, there's a link to watch the very first episode for free. If you like it, you can sign up for Fight Pass and watch the other five. Rob Corddry, Andy Richter, oh, John, John Hamm did a little something sketch-wise in there. Al Madrigal, all these great people who, you know, we we know and love did um, guest spots in there and, and, and little sketches. It's it's a lot of fun, again, called the Nosebleed. So all that stuff. And then if you go to supersclars.com, you can see us live doing stand-up nearby you, which we've got a couple of dates coming up in the next uh, several months. That is uh that is a killer rundown what, what thanks buddy and i gotta hit that ufc stuff that sounds too funny You'll love uh it. follow me on twitter at real jeff cesario my album what was i thinking streaming everywhere now play with pain mugs uh chat on one side play with pain on the other available at jeff cesario.com great Christmas we need gifts. we need play with pain icy hot sleeves Can oh we yeah some of those? let's get that those. would be great Make that happen right uh, so, and, uh, check, uh, I got it. That would be really, I think people would get cool. those. I'm mm-hmm. calling on icy hot. That's it. Get em, get em. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, tell your friends we're having a blast here. Spread the word. Um, and special thanks to magic mind, uh, for helping keep the energy up. Uh, the promo code on that is, uh, uh magicmind.co. go to magicmind.co. use the promo code PWP 20 PWP 20. You get a chunk of change off your first order. Uh, guys, Thanks so much for coming on. Tell uh, uh, tell uh, Jason thanks as well. I love it. Every time I love it. I'm always laughing. That's how you know it's fun. It's like a joy for me. So thank you, Jeff. And thank oh, you, Chet. That is sweet. Uh, yeah, uh, Chet, do you have anything cooking this weekend? I'm going to be in Carolus Falls, Oklahoma, for the seventh annual Barehanded Sheep Shearing Invitational. No tools. Just got to yank the fur right off them. I'm calling it for the so you want to be knocked out by a sheep.com sponsored by the pumpkin patch kick your pumpkin spice latte addiction once and for all with the pumpkin patch this is chet waterhouse reminding you to play with With me